106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our lady of blessed acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear end on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, this is Drive Radio KLZ 560, and we appreciate all of you listening. And uh, those of you that are in the Portland area that may be hearing us, yes, we are located in Denver. You're hearing us on our sister station in Portland, and uh, we appreciate you listening. If you have a car question, you're welcome to call. There's no long-distance calls anymore, so it doesn't matter. We don't need the 1-800 number anymore because it doesn't matter because you can call from anywhere you want. Just pick up the cell phone and dial, and that number here is 303 477 Five six zero zero. Myself, Jeff Corwin from JC's British and Four x Four is with me today. So again, for those of you listening in Portland that maybe have never heard this program before, we are Drive Radio. We've been doing this for twenty five years, roughly, on Saturdays in Denver, Colorado. It's a call in talk show where if you have a car question, you're more than welcome to call in. We'll help you answer or try to help answer as many questions as you have. Sometimes we can get that done right on the spot. Sometimes we have to go do a little research and then. In Portland, uh, actually, I do even know a few folks up there where we can potentially, you know, send you to a good shop up there. And uh, down here in Denver, we have shops that we work with that are basically the sponsors of the show and make this happen on a weekly basis. But in Portland, uh, we will do our best to find somebody that can assist you as well. So, again, if you're listening to us in Portland, thank you very much for listening. We appreciate it. If you have a car question, feel free to call in. We always cover lots of topics. There's lots of different directions the show goes because you with the callers typically direct that. If not, we have our own topics we always bring as well. Question of the day, by the way, which we try to bring each week as well. And this is in light of Jeff hauling his shed around earlier this week. Question of the day. (laughs) What's the craziest thing and or way of transporting you've ever seen? In light, I I thought of that earlier this week when I saw Jeff toting his shed around. Eight by eight shed on the back of my uh, flatbed six by six. Had to move. You don't it over. see that very often. No, no. Short stint on the highway before I got it to location. Uh, that's all right. That's that's what brought the question of the day today. So, what is the craziest way of either transporting things and or the item itself that you've ever seen? Give us a call again, our number, 303-477-5600. You can also text us, by the way. Even those of you in Portland, if you want to just send a text message in and have us either answer that directly or on air, you're welcome to do that as well. And that number is 307-200-8222. 307-200-8222. Yes, that's a Wyoming uh, prefix, which that's what the text line was when I picked it up long ago it's the only number that was available back in the day and it's actually worked out really well it's easy to remember and again our main line here you can call into the studio from anywhere 303-477-5600 so jeff yeah jeff was toting around a shed earlier this week because we're explain why i guess that's probably the better way to do that is explain why we're expanding our shop and going uh adding a second location and i uh needed some outside storage and found a clearance shed down at the lowe's store and 
it was a, how are you going to get it there? And they're like, well, pick it up any way you want. I'm like, well, I got a six by, can we use your forklift and load it up? And they did. We strapped it down and short mile down the highway and it was probably an interesting view. And Piece of cake. Piece of cake. I'm sure you got some interesting looks though. Oh, I'm sure. But that, you know, it's one of those things. That's why I have that truck. It's the do everything truck. So it's very interesting that all of that went on the back of that truck. Yeah. Which tells you how big it is. Yeah, I didn't even have to take my uh, my, my toolbox off the back of the no, truck. No, I fit right on there. It was perfect. <laughs> it's amazing. It just shows you how big a uh, an old 6x is. Yeah, well, and it's a little 6x. What year six is by. that? It's a 1990. 1990. It's a small yeah. It's a small 6x. It's, it's really not much bigger than like a long bed, you know, F-250 or something. Uh, but the flatbed's a 7-foot wide by 10-foot long flatbed, ex-military equipment, and it's super handy. All right, I have one that we actually did yesterday, and the folks at Novus up in uh, Sterling helped me with this. So I wanted some yard art, and I wanted a old, you know, not covered wagon, but an old wagon from, you know, when the West was one, basically, you know, when we settled out here. Yeah. And there's still some of those kicking around. And so I sent my dad and my uncle up yesterday up to Sterling to pick this up, and, and Judy and Kent up there were kind enough to actually find this thing and get it to their place of business there in Sterling and so we were able to pick it up and drag it down but I can only imagine the looks that you know my dad and uncle were getting yesterday with the wagon on the back with you know one wheel that wasn't even on and you know kind of a rickety old thing but you know hauling that thing back home so I'm sure that that was a very interesting uh, sight for those that were actually out there watching that so that's the kind of stuff we're talking about question of the day Tim and Greeley is up first today that's got an answer for us Tim welcome good morning how are we uh, doing sir back in I'm doing well. So my, my oldest daughter got married back in 2005, and about an hour before the service, uh, her father-in-law and I got together and said, this is not going to happen unless we move this from his backyard to somewhere undercover because we were getting rain that was coming down in buckets. Ah. And we had an entire gazebo set up in their backyard, already decorated by the florist. Um, we put it in the back of my dump trailer on the back of my pickup, and we hauled it about five miles from here over to the University of Northern Colorado's Grand Ballroom and carried it in. That's very cool. Oh, Jeff's just, by the way, fun. Jeff's just showing me a picture of a, uh, what is that, an Amish uh, covered wagon? Amish covered wagon. With a jet on it. Jet to roll yeah, at the dragster. There we go. Now that's the Amish way. <laughs> All right, so Tim was the ultimate question. How did the wedding actually go off, and was everything, you know, did everything go well after that? Uh, the wedding went off great. Um, my son uh, escorted my wife in uh, in his stocking feet because his, his shoes were out in one of the cars, and nobody wanted to go back out in the rain to go get them. Ah, but other okay. than that, uh, it went well. Good, good. So, That's a, you know so what, I great answer. I thought, you know, I, I thought I would let you know I'm calling you from uh, – here, here, Colorado and Greeley. Awesome. Need to get my emissions test. And they're backed up a good hour and a half. Oh, you're kidding me. An hour and a half. And we're no, not even I at was, the end of the I month yet, actually, Tim. No, I was actually in here on, uh, in here yesterday. Or on, I'm sorry, I was in here on Monday thinking I could get it uh, done on Monday. And they were close because they couldn't get enough people. Amazing. So they're experiencing a labor shortage Amazing. like everybody else. Amazing. Well, let us know how that goes. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what to say, Tim. Hang tight, I guess. What else can you say? Uh, I think I'm going to actually turn around and come back next week. There you go. I said I got a little longer before the end of the month. That may work as well. Day. 
Good, 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 man. Tim, thanks. Great, great answer to the question. Okay, Bob in Denver, hang tight. Gary in Longmont, hang tight as well, because a text message came in a moment ago that wants Jeff to explain more of his six-by. Oh, okay. So I guess you need to explain what is it. We know the year, yep. but explain what it is because somebody's asking. Yeah, so it is, well, like I said before, it's a 1990. Uh, it's a Land Rover um, Defender 6x6. So it is ex-Australian military equipment. Um, I did import it directly from Australia. But there's a, a couple of them floating around. Um, a little bit unique. It's a little bit wider than a normal Land Rover Defender. Um, it's just the same level of farm equipment that they all are. And uh, <laughs> for anyone that's a Defender fan, don't take that the wrong way. But they were quite literally designed to be farm equipment. And, and to me, that's uh, that's like talking about John Deere and how they're the top of the line farm equipment. But um, and uh, yeah, it's a really kind of unique vehicle. And uh, I got some pictures up on the website. Um, or find me on Facebook, uh, Jeff Corwin, uh, or look up JC's British and 4x4, yeah. and you can find some yep. photos of them. I'll, uh, Actually, on everything, just link. Go, go to drive-radio.com, drive-radio.com. I'll just link right to Jeff's. So if you can't remember all of this, that's yep. the easy. I always tell everybody, easiest thing to do. Just go there, click on it. It'll take you right to Jeff's page, and it'll all be there. Yep. Yep. Very yeah, cool. Some good pictures of the Very truck. Cool. I, I like to get it out and go to events when I can with it. So it's a it's a cool rig, by the way. So yeah. for those of you listening, and, and you can always go by and see it in person if you want to as well. Yep. That's easy. It's yep. usually there. Yep. Kicking around. So all right, Bob in Denver, you're next, sir. Hello, Bob. I'm sorry, Bob. Yes, sir. Hi. How you doing? Good. No, I had a question. It's a little silly, but I have a, I just acquired a 1996. Ford Explorer. Okay. It had really low miles on it, and I've already put money in the car. Several different things, but just recently the radio went out on my car, and it was it was working intermittently, and now it's not working. So my question is, is it worth having somebody look at it? Could it be fixed, or should I just replace it, or who would do it? Is my other question. Uh, I, I'm sure you can have work, the factory radio fixed. Um, generally speaking, I would say it's un unless you have a restoration mentality on the vehicle, I would generally say no, it's not worth having the original radio fixed just because of the right. how quickly technology advances. The nice thing is you go to a regular car stereo store place, they'll set you up with a, a nice little upgrade that's probably cheaper um, and better quality than what was in there originally. Or, and, and everything, by the way, Bob, everything Jeff just said is correct. There are refurbishers out there, and the easiest way to do this is not have yours fixed, but go to eBay. Uh, there are numerous uh, individuals out there that will, uh, you, can, you can buy a refurbished radio and even add features to it. In other words, there's guys out there that will mm -hmm. take Good an point. existing factory radio and even add the Bluetooth phone capability and things to it. If that's something that you're, you know, if you're looking for that original look and you're trying to keep things kind of that way, because no matter what, and Jeff knows what I'm going to say next, no matter what you do aftermarket-wise, it looks aftermarket. Good point. There, there is yeah. nothing you're going right. to do that's going to fill in the dash and look as original as what you have now. So if that's a concern... To Jeff's point, you're going to pay more money because you're going to pay triple the money to go do what I just said on eBay versus buying a $100 radio from any other source. And by the way, 100 is probably a decent radio in the aftermarket for an aftermarket radio. You can buy them as little as 30 or 40 oh, God, bucks, and I'm so not cheap. exaggerating. They're yeah. so cheap. But they will look aftermarket and not original. Yep. Okay. So, I, again, I thought, I thought I'd have to tear the whole dashboard apart, but... 
it, it looks like no. it can slide in. No, just, know, just the front escutcheon on that comes out. That's what they call that faceplate, that a big escutcheon pops out. And, yeah, then the radio will yeah. come forward. It, it doesn't have to go to the back of the dash. All the late model, finally, they got smart, and all the late model radios just come out through the face. Right. All right, so it just seems like the best thing to do would be to go to car toys or something like that and have them do it. If you're not handy, yes. If you're handy, you can do this yourself. All right. All right. Well, that's what I just want to, you know, again, this is, I just got the car and I really like it. And I do use the radio a lot. This is out of the Sure. Place. No, I, I, Bob, I'm, I'm right up your alley. I mean, I, my old uh, pickup truck that I bought from Kit and Judy, actually, that I still drive, my old 2004. Uh, Ram, it's got an old radio in it, and it's a, actually cassette player and CD. And the CD won't, you know, eject the CD. And again, I went to eBay and bought an, an aftermarket, not aftermarket. I bought an upgraded radio, one that I mentioned a little bit earlier. Again, it's more money than you would buying an aftermarket. But it, I'm a, I'm a weirdo. I like the factory look, and I like everything to look like it's original and so on. So I did what I said and actually bought one of them on eBay. And, and put that in and, and, and going that direction. But you can do whatever you want, and it all works fine. At the end of the day, it's still going to play sound. Let's just say yeah. it that way. Right. Well, as I said, I wanted to kind of keep the integrity of the look, and but, but again, I wouldn't be able to do that myself. So. Okay. Yeah, you know, car and toys is, is, is a great, you know. And, and, again, this is one of those things where most of our facilities are not going to mess with the aftermarket radio. If you found an original radio and you wanted one of our shops to actually replace that for you, that they would do. But most of them aren't going to get into customizing and putting in a custom stereo. It's just not what they do. Not enough money in it, by the way. All right. So, but again, you think it would be cheaper just to go to car toys and have them or somebody like price it? You know, again, price that out because again, if if you end up with you know two or three hundred dollars from them, you could order one on eBay, go to somebody like Jeff, have it installed, and save money. So find out first. Get a quote. No, but that, so my, really, this is the last question. But who would I take it to if I got the if I got the aftermarket one? You know, who, who would if you do, would if do you that? buy an aftermarket that radio? Yeah, you're going to need to have somebody like a Car Toys do the install because our shops won't do that. But if you buy a replacement factory radio to what you have now, yeah, any of our shops will replace yeah. that and just go online and find one close to you. Go to drive-radio.com. Okay, and what is the name of the shop? Uh, Jeff is from JC's British and 4x4. He's over on basically Hamden and Santa Fe. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks so much. You're very welcome, Bob. And, and I, again, long explanation, I know, but there's a lot of you out there listening that have older vehicles that probably go through the same thing when it comes to radio died, what do I do next? And I didn't know this until doing some research on my own that you can actually buy. There are some folks out there that have figured out how to add some of these later model features yep to those early model factory radios so you have the factory look with all the modern conveniences. Yeah. And one thing we didn't talk about was if you go to an aftermarket radio, the steering wheel controls that you have may not work Good by default. Point. You have to add in Great another point. module if point, it Jeff. works at all. So there's a lot of lot of value in keeping a factory radio. Good point. Also the simplicity of a factory radio. The aftermarkets always are after pushing as many features as possible into their radios and you're like you look yep. at it it's like uh, what button do i press that's right no and, and I, by the way i'm gonna i'm gonna add to that we'll take ken and gary as soon as we come back but i want to add to what jeff said a moment ago as well so guys hang tight we're gonna come right back again if you're listening to us up in portland oregon thank you so much you can call in as well 303-477-5600 we'll be right back this is drive radio klz 560
Home values are rising 8, 10, and 13% in some areas. Trying to buy it but keep missing? Take AIM to show you how to make sure you're at the top of the list. Don't think you have the money to cover appraisal gaps? Let us show you options. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001. We know how to help. Rates will continue to stay low. Values will continue to increase. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many have refinanced out of their 30-year mortgage and now have rates in the twos. Lower payment, shorter term, and they're saving thousands. Are you paying more than 3% on your debt? Convert those to a lower rate and keep more of your money. 720-895-0500. Self-employed and been told you don't qualify? Nonsense. There are many options. Talk to us and see why we've been helping those self-employed for years. Our customer service is unmatched in Colorado. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where it's all about you. NMLS 298-191. Hi, this is Scott Watley for my friends at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. And not just my friends, but truly, the staff at Lone Tree feels like part of our family. Since 2002, they have provided the very best care for our pets. What we love about Lone Tree Vet is the services they provide covers all of our needs. From preventative care, dentistry, pain management, cardiology, dermatology, and eye care, as well as emergency and critical care. They also offer veterinary surgery and orthopedic care. And when you need to get away, they have a fantastic boarding lodge and a cat boarding lodge that is amazing. If your pet gets to go along, they can even assist you with your travel health certificates. And when your dog needs a little extra instruction, check out the K9 Academy. They helped us so much when we got a new puppy last year. And then, of course, there is a spectacular grooming salon that you and your pet will love. All of this and more at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Oh, and check out the blogs to help you become a better parent at LoneTreeVet.com. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe that all pets deserve to have a good life. Call 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. It's just one stop and all the care you need. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E. PR, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. You need to talk to Al Smith now before you hit the age of required minimum distributions because you could pay no taxes on that income as long as you know what to do. You don't want to be in a situation where you get surprised by required minimum distributions. Suddenly you're forced to withdraw a portion of your IRA and now you have a hefty tax bill to pay on that new income. Al Smith will show you how to make a qualified charitable distribution so you can pass that money along to a good cause instead of paying a big chunk of it in taxes. Golden Eagle Financial will help you create a tax-efficient retirement 
so you can choose where your money goes instead of letting the government decide. Schedule a free, no-obligation consultation with Al Smith now at klzradio.com money. Planning with purpose. Advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered investment advisor. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today, guys. I really do appreciate it very much. And we'll jump right to the phones. I believe Gary's been holding the longest. Gary, welcome. How are you, sir? I'm fine. How are you? Doing great, sir. Thanks for calling. Uh. I have a 2004 uh, Cadillac SRX, and to replace the front turn signal bulb and now the right rear turn signal bulb, uh, you have to take the fender wells off and all the pop rivets out in the front. You almost have to take the front end off to change a light bulb. Is that uh, some of Cadillac's normal engineering or... uh, the last time I had the front bulb change, it cost $105 just to uh, have the labor done on it. Uh, to answer your question, is that part of what Cadillac does? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I found out I just put plugs and coils in it, and you have to take the whole intake manifold off and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, It's Cadillac engineering, believe me. Yeah, they they do not make some of those things, you know. And and, and real quick, I'm not picking on Cadillac because a lot of the other manufacturers have, you know, sure. it's 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 sure. very similar in a lot of other manufacturers. But but is Cadillac more of an offender in that area than probably most? Yes. Yeah, I'm looking for they're also looking for a fuse on the air conditioning, and uh, it's got the whole fuse box out under the right fender well but nothing for the air conditioner and uh, uh, like a module or something like that. I believe it's at the driver's side, the left foot area, you know, on the inside. But uh, I still haven't found it, but I'll find it. I'm only 78 years old, so I got time left to find it, you know. Um, and that's and by the way, that's one where if you call any of our shops, they could look that up for you really quickly and tell you where that's at. That's not a big deal. They can do that. They've got they've got the repair manuals that can tell you that. That's easy. Yeah. The oddest thing about transporting something was my brother back east had an odyssey and he carried a spare tire on the roof for over uh, over ten years. Really, when he traded the car in. Uh, the Odyssey dealer sold his car with the tire on the roof to the next uh, person. Really? That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. That's funny, actually. He would, he, would, he would not get down underneath to take the spare tire out, you know, so he carried it on the roof. But you could tell him, you could tell a mile away on the interstate or anywhere sure. else where he was coming. Sure. Coming that's hilarious. From, you know? That's pretty good, actually. Yeah. yeah that's funny. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Good right, one. Guys, Gary, thank you. I no, I appreciate that very much. And, yes, any any type of componentry lookup like that where you guys need some help on, yeah, just call any one of our uh, Colorado Select facilities, you know, Jeff, all the other guys that are in our group, they'd be happy to look some of that stuff up. It wouldn't take them very long to do that, and they can show you that stuff very easily. All right, Ken in Denver is next. Ken, welcome. Hey, John and guest. Uh, this is kind of like a public service notice. I received a bunch of text messages from uh, T-Mobile Sprint that their mainframe has been hacked. 
so people's uh, uh, account information might be on the Internet now. Correct. And if they're using their debit cards or credit cards to pay their phone bills through Sprint or T-Mobile to keep track of their Correct. accounts, otherwise... Correct. They might be losing some money. You you're, you brought up a great topic, Ken. In fact, Monday on Monday's program at uh, about 5.15, I've actually got a hacking expert that's going to come on air and talk about the very thing that you just mentioned. So if you guys want to tune in Monday at about 5.15, we're going to have somebody even talk about all of that and some of those precautions and things, Ken, that you're talking about as well. But, yes, that has happened. And... Uh, all I can say is it's really, really difficult to not have that information out on the Internet because a lot of folks pay bills and do things that way. And in the case of these guys, they're going to have your information, period, or you're not going to have a cell phone. Right. So well, know, there's nothing you can do about it. Down. I hope we can shut these people down and keep them from doing this. Me too. It's getting out of hand. I agree, Ken. Anyways, we're going to talk about that on Monday at, at about 5 o'clock, guys. So if you listen in the third hour on Monday, we'll have a, a chat along those lines. We're going to come back here in just a moment as well. Jeff and I will. And I've actually got a, a not a full review because I haven't driven the car long enough to do a complete review. But I'm going to talk about Cadillac's new, and it's, it's a GM product, but Cadillac's new Super Cruise. If you don't know what that is, I'll explain that as soon as I come back. Again, question of the day is, what is the oddest or weirdest thing you've seen Called when it comes to you know things going down the road. For example, Dave Hart from RoofMax just sent this in. Saw a three-car car hauler that couldn't quite get all three cars on the trailer. So the last car on the trailer had the front wheels on and dragging the rear tires on the ground, being held on with two-inch ratchet straps. Oh my God! <laughs> so there you go. That's what we're talking about. Give us those answers. And uh, we'll put you right on air, and we'll be right back. Lines are open. Well, we got one calling in right now, but we got more lines open. 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. The team at Extreme Auto Repair doesn't make excuses. Right now, auto repair shops across the country have full lots because nobody can find the parts they need. Delays in the supply chain have led to nationwide shortages, so suppliers have started raising prices. Smaller shops run by one or two guys just don't have the time or resources to spend hours on the phone hunting down parts. Corporate chains don't care enough to even try. The team at Extreme Auto Repair takes every delay personally. They don't believe in sitting back and hoping things will get better, nor will they gouge their customers. Thanks to their buying power, the team at Extreme Auto has more leverage than a one- or two-person shop, along with the manpower to locate parts. They're working harder to protect their customers by maintaining competitive prices and wait times. Fill out the contact form now at klzradio.com extreme for an exclusive Rush to Reason discount. Extreme Auto Repair in Parker. Promises kept. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? 
The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. You need more comfortable temperatures in your home now, not six months from now. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air has air conditioning units in stock, ready to install. Worldwide production shortages of raw materials and electric parts have caused delays for HVAC manufacturers. To give you an example, one local distributor placed an order in January that finally arrived a couple of weeks ago, six months later. Delays like this in the supply chain give local, family-owned companies another chance to prove themselves. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air rises above the competition by displaying prompt professionalism in every area of their business. Their parts guy, a retired Marine, stays on top of orders, maintaining good relationships with suppliers. Thanks to their reputation for reliability, Absolute Electrical Heating and Air continues to offer 24-hour service seven days a week. Call or text now for an AC install and get what you called for. 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm. But you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Nigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560, and you're listening to us in Portland on uh, 13 AM, 1330. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. You can call us, even though we're in Denver. It's, there's no long distance anymore, folks. Gone are those days. The number 303-477-5600. We'll answer your questions as well. we got a couple of lines open. You can text us a question as well. 307-200-8222. Russ in Denver, you're next, sir. Yeah, my question is spark plugs. I'd like to find some good quality spark plugs for a 2015 Jeep. Well... Frankly, you don't want to change from what's in it from the factory anyways, which I would have to look. I'm guessing that's probably Champions is what that one has in it. I'd have to look that up to be sure, but you don't want to change from what's in it anyways. Yeah, that's what's in there is Champions. So do do the parts stores, I mean, like oil filters, they get like number two filters. Do the parts stores, is there a difference in plugs and where you buy them? Nope. Uh, the, the aftermarket, you know, a Champion Spark Plug is a Champion Spark Plug. So if you buy the same Spark Plug that's in it, 
it will be the same spark plug that it came with. Okay, because, like, if you go to the dealer, they want a 21-something a piece. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you could go to O'Reilly's, and they want... Yeah, we want you going. We want you going to Napa, of course, because they're our sponsor. Right. But same same situation. Right. Napa and Napa has those plugs in stock, by the way. And there'll be nine bucks a piece. That's right. Yep. That's I correct. Asked, I asked the guy. I asked the guy at the dealer. So are they made of gold? He goes, no. They just say Mopar. Yep. Uh, and he is correct. Yep. You, you pay for the okay. box they come in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, so yeah. I can run. Hey, to what, Napa. what engine's in that, by the way, Russ? Three three point six. Okay, and it's a, uh, uh, and I didn't ask what kind of Jeep, or did you say? If I I may have missed that. Uh, Rang- it's a Wrangler Rubicon. Oh, it's Wrangler. a Wrangler. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You would want to, yeah. Napa will have those those plugs, and they'll have them on the shelf. By the way, you don't have to yeah. order those. That'll be easy. Yeah, just make sure okay. you get the OEM plugs. That's the best way to go. OEM plugs, gap to the right. You know, the right. I, yeah, I think there's back forty three. Yeah, whatever yeah. the spec says, do that, and then you know, put those back in. But yeah, we. And, and for everybody listening, the reason, and Jeff can attest to this as well, the reason we recommend using the exact same plug the vehicle, you know, the engine came with from the factory is the electric system, electrical system, the power management system, I should say, was designed around that spark plug, or the spark plug was designed around their system. And what we have found through years of doing this is when people change over to even another brand of plug, although it's the same plug, there can be just enough resistance changes in that new spark plug that it can set check engine lights and all sorts of things along those lines. It may function correctly as far as having the engine run, but the way the, the system manages that plug is different. Am I saying that right, Jeff? Yeah, I would say that's pretty, pretty darn accurate. And uh, it's kind of interesting. I just ran across one on spark plugs the other day where um, it was my friend looking for spark plugs for his old four-liter Jeep, and he just wanted the original Copper, the original Autolite copper core spark plugs, and he had a hard time finding them because the, I guess the their people don't sell standard copper core spark plugs anymore. And but that's what that ignition all system be was designed and around. All that kind of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So it was kind of interesting that something so simple, something so basic, is not so easy to find anymore. And, and even at Napa, and I'm because I'm looking at the at the uh, the catalog right now, Russ. You can go to Napa and buy, for that vehicle, NGK, Autolite, Denso, and so on. But they also, and I'm looking at my, my store, has, uh, I don't know, 15 or 16 of those in stock. And it's, an, it's a Champion Iridium plug. That's the OE plug that came in. It's the long-reach plug, and that's what you'd want to put it in. It looks like, to me, the part number is uh, Champion 9407. That's what you want. Okay. All right. Okay. And, okay. Thank you. And then, yeah, and again, Napa stocks those. They'll be on hand, and that's an easy one. And yeah, to his point, they are uh, much less in price than you're going to find at the dealer. In fact, list price on these, and you'll buy them less than list price, is like 16 bucks a plug, and you'll buy them for a lot less than that. So, now, one thing that might be different, and I've never done any research on this, but uh, just a hypothetical is the, one, the, the spark plug that you buy from the dealer may be kind of guaranteed to be pre gapped to the oh, factory gap in the aftermarket be. because that spark plug may fit a, a variety of vehicles and that kind of thing you you'll probably need to double check that gap to make sure it's the exact spec yeah and and jeff would know this as well too even if i was buying factory plugs i'm going to ch- check it anyways but you yeah, oh yeah that, that could very yeah. well be you, yeah. yeah you could be right on that one that could be yep. the main difference but is it worth paying the extra money for no absolutely not not at all no and into 
uh, Russ's point, even when it comes to you know oil filters and things like that, they don't make the factory does not make its own oil filters. No, it doesn't make its own oil. It doesn't make its own brake fluid. There's a lot of components that aren't made by the actual factory. In fact, I've talked about this many, many times. The average new car manufacturer will maybe make the engine. And I say maybe because sometimes mm-hmm. they'll even share that. They most likely don't make the transmission. A few do, but most don't. Uh, they'll make the unibody construction, the doors and all that. They're not making any of the glass. They're not making any of the interior components. They're not making any of the drivetrain components. They're not making any wheel bearing. I mean, I go down the list, folks. Yeah. They're specking all that stuff out, and somebody's supplying that to them. Yeah. They're not making alternators. They're not making starters. Again, folks, there's, they're really they, we call them new car manufacturers, but they're new car assemblers. Mm-hmm. They're not new car manufacturers. They're making a body and a frame. And, and again, they're designing and making this all, you know, the car and specking it all out and such and giving them credit there. But they don't manufacture like they used to in the old days. Right. Those days are gone. So, uh, Jeff up in Steamboat Springs, what's going on, sir? Hey, I, well, I just wanted to thank you for your offer of your pickup truck for sure. the you know, we did. We, I found one up in Leadville that was perfect for it. Nice. It really Good. Too nice. Nice. <laughs> And I just have to say, the strangest thing we've seen on a vehicle was a full-size snowmobile on top of a small Subaru station wagon <laughs> up here in the Steamboat. You got to be it kidding was, me! I, I tried to find the, get a hold of the guy to see how he got it up there, and <laughs> but yeah, it was bigger than the car, and uh, that was a hilarious my wife and i took a picture of it and sent it into channel nine and, anyway. and you know and at the end of the day and again not not trying to be too critical here but you and i both know and everybody listening that's not safe that vehicle is not oh. safe going down the road that way oh. period oh my god as much as that thing had to weigh i mean yeah <laughs> you're making that vehicle so top heavy at that point and and putting so much more stress on the suspension and steering and so on. Yeah, that vehicle is not safe to drive down the road. You're carrying one heck of a projectile on the top of that car. <laughs> I, I've yet to figure out. Maybe maybe some of you listening that have have been in law enforcement, because I know if you're currently in, they never let you call in and talk because of the the, the rules that that all of the police departments and, and even state patrol have. But Jeff, and if anybody's listening, please explain to me how these individuals don't get, you know, how they do oh. not get pulled over, Jeff. I don't know. I, that's what I wonder. We were laughing so hard, and then I couldn't even get the guy's attention to do it. But um, there's another funny thing. I, you were just talking to Bob about the car, uh, about a radio. And, and, yes. Uh, his suit. Okay, he's in our business. I know him very well. known him for 40 years. Okay. So funny to hear somebody else we know. But also glad to hear that Warren's okay. And he is. And I heard him up there uh, again. Doing great. So, yeah. So what is what is your take on the what Audis need for octane? I mean, I just picked up another one, a 2002 uh, All Road with low miles and a stick shift, and I've had a lot of Audis in my day, and we've always burned premium in them. But um, if it's got a turbo, wonder, yes, a pre- and that's for any car out there. If it's a turbocharged engine, especially at our altitude, right. put premium in it. Yes. Okay, that's what that's what I believe. So anyway, and then on that one, what year did you say it was, Jeff? Uh, 2002. Okay, so 2002. I can't remember if that's that's going back far enough. I don't know if that's a direct injection engine or not. If it is, you need to be using the BGEPR and 44K every oil change. Okay. Yeah, I do that anyway. I'm a, I wife Perfect. drives a Q5 with a six-cylinder, and my daughter drives a Q5 with a two-liter 
And I, I've just always believed, especially with the turbos, this the one I just picked up is a twin turbo. So for sure I want to. Yes, you, you do. Know, I, yeah. I let the oil temperature get up there high enough so that, you know, it's not doing anything to it when I get in it. So um, I guess that's all I have today. I really appreciate your uh, your help and your show. And, sure. Uh, I'm uh, a loyal listener now. I don't know what it took me so long to uh find you guys i can't believe you've been on for 25 years so well thanks jeff no appreciate you listening i mean that thank you very much sir yeah you come to steamboat i'll take you to dinner okay i may, may very well do that I, I get the mountains quite a bit so i may do that jeff i'll let you know if i do hey oh also what yeah. i'm doing right now is watching lamont is on the 24 hours and when i first turned it in um the uh Two Corvettes were one, two, and now I don't know what's going on, but they dropped down their three and four now. Huh. But they're running against Ferraris and Porsches, of course. Yeah, can't can't complain there. No, it's uh, it's cool. It's about the only pro sport I've been able to watch this after this uh, year. I so. hear you. I hear you. I'll I'll actually <laughs> tune into that. Uh, thanks for the note on that, Jeff. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, it's all day long on Motor Trend, or they might move yep, it around. Watch it. But, no, yeah. I'm get home. I'll do that. Okay. Good cool. stuff. Jeff, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Again, line's open, folks, 303-477-5600. You can text us as well, 307-200-8222, 307-200-8222. We'll be right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes, and every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. As the inventor of windshield repair, Novus Auto Glass saves you money by repairing chips and cracks whenever possible. With their patented glass repair technology, Novus can tackle tougher cracks than the competition. In some cases, they can repair cracks up to a foot long, but you have a much better chance at a repair by acting fast. Something as simple as going through a car wash could make your little chip or crack irreparable. For KLZ listeners only, Novus will send you a packet of protective windshield stickers for free. Little pieces of specially designed tape to cover any chips or cracks as soon as they appear like a bandage for your glass. Request your free windshield patches now at klzradio.com forward slash glass. No matter what sort of damage you're dealing with, there's never any risk with a Novus repair. Should your windshield repair fail, they will credit the cost toward a replacement. klzradio.com forward slash glass. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National the No Surprises Insurance Agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. 
Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The Performance Oil Service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. BG. RoofMax is the fountain of life for your roof and will bring your shingles back to life. The natural oils in the asphalt protect your roof as weather and temperature cause the material to expand and contract daily. This oil gradually evaporates over time, causing your shingles to dry out and lose their flexibility. You may start to see your shingles cracking, breaking, streaking, and curling. Granules may begin flaking off. RoofMax could reverse minor curling, cracking, and granule loss to make your shingles like new again. The water-soluble plant-based treatment extends the life of your roof by at least five years, guaranteed. Call Dave Hart now for a free assessment of your asphalt shingles. 303-710-6916. He will go anywhere from the eastern slope to the eastern Colorado border and from Cheyenne to the southern border. Mention Rush to Reason for $100 off your treatment. 303-710-6916. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for listening. We do appreciate it very much. The phone number here, 303 477 Five six zero zero, or you can send in a text message as well. That number three zero seven, two hundred eighty two twenty two. Jeff Corwin from JC's British and Four x Four with me today as well. And you can always go by and see Jeff. He's again just over at uh, Hamden and Santa Fe, easy. And we got a whole new facility going in that we'll announce once we get moved in here. Hopefully in the not too distant future. Hopefully maybe the next time he's on, we'll that be would doing be that. Really nice. That's if our they goal. Can actually, complete the construction. That's our goal. We're getting yep. close. So. Yep. Those of you that have been driving by watching it, you know what we mean by that. But, uh, David in Denver, you're next, sir. What's going on? Yes, um, and that's ironic because uh, I just went to the hospital last night and could see just – it's like just the roof and stuff, and then you can see up that old hand and such from the uh, from the window. My mother was in the hospital from it's Swedish, and I okay. was way up there. Yeah, but that's you. ironic, and yeah. she passed away. But that's, that's sad. Uh, you know, too, well, 98 years old, people used it's to good have, life. How's your mom doing? I was like, she's in better shape than I am, and that's the truth. I'm falling apart. She, <laughs> she was amazing. Ninety-eight. But anyway, wow. Yeah. She, she had but, seen uh, a lot of things over the years, David. Oh my gosh! Yes. I, I, yeah. There you go. Amazing. But um, anyway, uh, going to the hospital is just fine, and the car was just no problems at all. It's uh, and I've called before. Ninety-six uh, Mercedes S three twenty, and um, then. Coming home, I mean, right away, right out of the the parking garage, no power, um, and uh, then the the light said ASR, and I haven't researched that yet, so I figured call the experts and uh, ask you um, what what would that indicate ASR? It's a light on the dash, just where like the you know check oil, check engine, brakes, whatever. Um, hello. Go ahead. No, we're here. We're just uh, would you, would thinking. You know what we're thinking. Oh, okay. Yeah, off the top of my head, I don't know. I'm not. I'm guessing uh, that has to do with the ABS. Don't quote me on that, but I'm guessing that's what that's for. With the ABS, because it's got a separate light for the ABS. 
I think is doesn't ASR stand for anti-slip uh, regulation, which again would tie into the ABS system, if I'm not mistaken. Well, what it did was it was just there was no power at all. It was almost like um, very odd. Like uh, hmm, I'd really have to floor the gas to get any power out of it, and um, just something. Well, and and reason and again, most likely, and it would make sense the. If it, and it is, I just looked it up. It does mean anti-slip regulation, and it also is an acceleration skid control. So it's going to pull the throttle back if activated, where you're not going to have any power. So that all makes sense. Oh, okay, so that is tied in with the braking system. That it's it's. Uh, I yeah. The way the way I'm looking power? at it is there the. The BAS, which is the brake assist system, the anti-lock brake system, and the anti-slip regulation are all tied together, yes. Huh. That's very interesting. I don't and know I'm not a Mercedes expert, so I'm just telling you what I'm, what I'm looking up for you because I'm, I'm not a Mercedes guy at all. Yeah, that's, uh, that's odd because uh, a couple weeks ago I called in or whenever it was with the, uh, the other car that was hers, and it's putting the brakes on by itself, and now this is... Uh... Now, this one might be really easy from what I'm reading. Sounds like it may be something as simple as a brake light switch, which would make sense because everything worked fine going in and then didn't going out. If something as simple as a brake light switch started to act up, there's your culprit. Okay, I'll yeah. go with that then. Because basically right. it can't get feedback into what's going on with the brakes, so then it goes into quote-unquote limp mode, which is right. most likely where you're at right now and why it's acting up. Interesting. Okay. So that one's, re well, that one's easy to look at. Just see if they're, you know, have somebody go behind the vehicle, hit the brakes, see if they're coming on. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean the switch is good or bad, but at least that's the first, first place to look is, is it even activating the rear brake lights? Well, the, I did notice, but that's been going on for a long time, the, uh, the center light. Um, I would replace that, the, uh, that bulb, and it would just burn out hmm. immediately. So I, I finally got sick of, after, you know, 20 of them, I just left it. It's not the actual, you know, on the uh, bumper. It's the uh, windshield, mm -hmm. um, the rear. So I just, I, I, that's been off for a long time, but, hmm, that's strange. Um, so you're saying, okay. So just switch down the pedal, just double check it and make sure that it's functioning properly. And, and, you know, and if it is, then, of course, we've got to go in and do some more diagnosis. It could be something, you know, like a wheel sensor or something along those lines as well. Because, again, it's yeah. taking feedback from all of that. Yeah. And I don't know about the Mercedes, but a lot of those newer brake switches, they're actually two separate switches inside one housing. Yes. So you have one part of the switch is for your taillights. Good point. The other part is for the ABS system. So... Looking at whether your brake lights work or not may or may not be related to the switch. Good point, Jeff. Yeah. Or related to the problem with the switch. Okay. That's just amazing that uh, then it wouldn't give you any power. Uh, that's just hard yeah, to believe. Yeah, no, there's no input, so it, it's yeah. thinking, hey, I've got a problem. I'm not letting well, you drive. It, I mean, it could be seeing things <laughs> like, yeah, it could be seeing things like, okay, well, the input's not working, so we're going to reduce the performance for safety reasons. Right. Or it could be seeing that it thinks that you're on the brakes and so therefore it's reducing your ability to put power to the throttle right um, interesting yeah. right computers like to manufacturers and programmers they like to m make themselves look very very smart well, especially <laughs> back then where they were really yeah. trying to figure all of this yes. out david i mean they're much better today than they were then this you I mean you're really at the very early stages of of that technology 
And, and a lot of what Jeff just said is very true, especially in 96. Yep. Yeah. Well, I buy them back then and like that because that's the only chance I have is doing stuff myself. Sure. No good, I can't die. Now, and, and, I mean? and after doing a little more reading as Jeff was talking, your third brake light problem may actually be part of what's going on here as well because that third brake light having an issue can short out the brake light switch. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Well, you know, all together and overall, I think that's good news because it could have been what I was thinking a lot worse. You know, no, I, yeah, I know. I don't. I don't. Transmission or what? No, 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 no. I, I don't think that's the case. Yeah, no, that's. Yeah. Not, I don't think that's the issue. Obviously not. I'm just saying. I'd be. I'm not you, and so you know, it's it's a relief. That's you know, I got a spare, but the spare isn't going to last either. <laughs> so that's life, you know. I'll I'll get something else uh, pretty soon, and. Uh, well, and I think this anyway, is pretty, this might be a very easy fix. So go this route and see what happens. Sounds great. Thank All you right. so much again. You bet, Thank David. You. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, Sandra, uh, we'll get you. Sandra, if I can't get all of your question answered, I'll hold you over the top of the hour, but let's see what we can get done for you. Go ahead. Hello? Hello, Sandra. Hi, how are you? Good. Go ahead. Uh, if I, I can't get all of your question answered, I'll hold you over the top of the hour, but let's get started at least. Okay, I have a 2004 Chevy Impala, 129,000 miles. I've been having a problem trying to figure out why it's been cutting off on me so we thought it needed a tune-up so we had a my friend did a tune-up on it okay we thought it was a starter going bad we put a new starter in it so i had my battery check and my alternator check and they're saying no it's not that okay so, okay let's let's back up just a little bit sandra what's it actually doing you say cutting out okay uh, explain so what that. happened at the very beginning of when things start happening with my vehicle i was driving one day it was pretty hot outside and then all of a sudden the power it just shuts off okay so that was the beginning of the start of my problem so now i'm driving driving up and down you know driving around right. town car drives fine get back home get in the car again, and then I get two blocks, and it starts to stall and shut off, and I pull over to the side. Okay. And then, okay, I'm sitting there trying to start it, and it does that thing where it goes, you know, like it mm -hmm. putter, 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 mm -hmm. and makes all that noise, cuts off. I do it so many times till it's just totally dead, and I can't do it. It won't start. Okay. Uh, okay. Now. now, real quick, that's not starter. I mean, no, you replaced it. That's great. It's not going to be an electrical problem. I can also tell you that. Has anybody checked the fuel system on the vehicle up to this, up to this point? A fuel filter was put in. Okay. Did they check the pressure coming out of the pump by chance? No. Okay. All right. That's, and I know we're getting to the top of the hour. I can put you on hold and see if Larry can answer a little bit more of this, but you need to have a fuel system inspection done as far as the volume and the pressure coming out of the pump. My gut feeling is we've got an issue with potentially a fuel pump. Yeah, and they'll probably want to check that cold end after the engine's warmed up a bit. It sound, I agree. I think John's going on the right route here where we're, we're thinking basically the pump's starting to wear out. That's right. And as it heats up, it's it's basically not able yep. to keep up with the requirements of the vehicle. Sandra, hang tight. I'll have Larry talk to you. If I need to talk to you again at the top of the hour, I can. We'll come right back, though. Hour number two is next. Jeff Corwin again with us from JC's British and 4x4. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. 
Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.